Let us turn to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 13. Hold fast to the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Let us pay attention to the phrase here that says to the standard of sound words or the pattern of sound words. And we know that the theme of the conference this year is what God has entrusted to his church. And my responsibility is to hold fast to the pattern of the sound words. Paul received or was entrusted from the Lord. And what he was entrusted by the Lord, he also entrusted to Timothy. But Paul not only has gone through the spring, summer, fall as well, he has reached the winter. He knows that if the Lord is to tarry, sooner or later he will be with the Lord. But the purpose of the Lord for him was that he would be a martyr. He knows that when a fig tree is but branches in the winter, it means that the fruit the fig has fallen from the tree. But next year, the spring will arrive. And on that place where that fruit has fallen, another fruit will be born. So before Paul died for the Lord, he knows that if the testimony of the Lord is to move forward, the fruit of Timothy has to be born on the original one. After Timothy, there's another Timothy. If the Lord is to tarry, there are many Timothys. Now Paul, what he was entrusted from the Lord, he has now spread it and given it to Timothy. What I have been entrusted with is what I am entrusting you with. You are to hold fast to that entrustment, that trust. What is that trust? That you would hold fast to the pattern of the sound words. And that is what God has entrusted to his church. What is the pattern of the sound words? 
pattern is a special word that Paul has used. In all of the Bible, it is only used twice. Once it is mentioned in 1 Timothy, the second time in 2 Timothy. The first time it is mentioned is in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 15. It is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, among whom I am foremost of all. 然后那个规模两个那个字原文就在第十六节 And the word pattern is actually found in verse 16然而我蒙了怜悯是因耶稣基督要在我这罪魁身上显明他一切的忍耐给后来信他得永生的人做榜样 and yet, for this reason, I found mercy in order that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might demonstrate his perfect patience as an example for those who would believe in him for eternal life. Here, Paul is an example. Because in those who are saved, there is much work, there is much patience. It doesn't matter how different the patience, patience is. God's work is but one. If we were to ask how much patience and how much work the Lord has put in such a person, what kind of condition he's in, then you can see how it was done in Paul's life. If he was able to do such a work in the chief of sinners, then how much more would he do in us? This is that example. In other words, God does a work in many of his children. But look at Paul, he is that example. How do we know that the Lord has so much patience in us? How do we know we have received mercy? Look at Paul. So this word example is the word pattern. This word also has a meaning of an outline. And it also means sketch. It gives you an impression. Everybody is different. But God's word has a pattern. And this is what, who Paul is. He is an example of it. But the words that Paul gave to Timothy, he said, the pattern of the sound words which you heard from me. The Bible is God's word. God spoke through the prophets, etc., to everyone. Through Peter, through John, through the author of Hebrews, through James. He spoke throughout. What God spoke was one. 
But throughout all his words, there is an outline, there is a pattern in his word. Just listen to the words that Paul gave to Timothy and the church. That is the pattern, the outline of the sound word. That is the sketch. It is not very specific, but you can tell that it is God's purpose. So if you were to compare these two words, because we know that it only appears twice in the Bible, Therefore, they explain and interpret one another. You know that he is the chief of sinners. We see here an example. You know, for this gospel, he was a preacher, he was an apostle, he was a teacher. And here, what he gives and entrusts to Timothy. And through the 13 epistles, what God has given us. What does it say? There you can see the entire pattern of God's word. If we are to make it a little more clear. If we want to, in Chinese, make it a, a little more clear. And that is another word for pattern of sound words. In the word pattern, the word guimo, it doesn't necessarily mean example. But the word kaimo actually gives a better meaning in Chinese, uh, giving example. So what is the pattern of sound words? We know for the word, the, this word, word, there are two word, uh, uh, words in the Greek. One is logos, one is rhema. Logos is the true word. The word of truth. When you speak of rhema, it's also God's word. But its emphasis is on life and the way. The Lord said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. The God's word is too big. Because he is a God of wisdom. When God speaks, his word is just as big as the universe. No, not only do you see that our God is a majestic God, he doesn't just speak scattered words. He speaks completely. He won't speak something here and forget something in the other place. This is our God. As long as you hear our God say a word, this is the word of truth. Many times in Chinese it's translated doctrine. We know that in the Bible the word doctrine is very important. Man wants to explain God's doctrine. 
And God's word is very plain. On one hand, you have doctrine. On another hand, you have life. And on the way, you have the way. But when we read the Lord's word, many times we then emphasize or go towards doctrine. And many times, because we've learned our lesson, let us not forget. But our Lord is the way, the truth, and the life. So the word logos means his complete word. His revelation is complete. He is the Alpha, he is Omega. He speaks from the heavenlies down to earth. In his word, it is full of harmony. Even though his word is as big and grand as the universe, when you read his word, you are filled with joy. You are filled with feelings. This is logos. So here, to hold fast to the pattern of the sound word, you can also say, hold pattern. Hold fast to the pattern of sound doctrine. And the other word is Rhema. Rhema Rhema is the word of truth, the way of truth. It is also the word of God. It is also the Bible. But the Holy Spirit abides in us. He is to lead us into all truth. He reminds us of the word already spoken in the Bible. When the Holy Spirit speaks to us today, this word used to be an ancient word, but it becomes a word for today. When the Holy Spirit wrote the, wrote the Bible, it was for the general public. But when the Holy Spirit speaks to me individually, it's as if throughout the whole world He is only speaking to me. It becomes very personal. And for that reason, then we are revived. When we read His Word, we are filled with feeling. We are filled with life. Before we were weak, then we become strong. This means the word of life. Man does not live by bread alone. But by every word or rhema that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not only that. The Lord said, the word that I speak to you, that word is rhema. That is spirit and life. Logos is the foundation of the word of God. Rhema is the use of the application. The application of the word of God. Not you or I using it, it's the Holy Spirit using it. Then we are alive. Then we see the way. As long as there's the word of truth, on one hand, truth. On one hand, life. On one hand, the way. 
God's word is God's word. But the emphasis here with Paul is logos. It is doctrine. It is to hold fast to the pattern of sound words. And then in the next verse, it speaks of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit takes the word we already heard and then speaks to us once again. And then we are made alive. We understand doctrine. We understand the way of the cross. We've been partakers of many conferences. But unless the Holy Spirit takes the message that we have heard and speaks to us once again, then we can hold fast to that which God has entrusted to His church. So my responsibility is the pattern of the sound words. What is the pattern of sound words? We need to use Paul's words to interpret his own words. So when you read scripture, you need to read it in context. Did you notice? When Paul wrote the first two epistles, first and second Thessalonians, you know that he was facing an infant church. He was as if he were a professor in the university, but he couldn't teach those teachings to an infant by a crib. His words were were words that were of encouragement, that were small words to them. He spoke of holiness, but he didn't speak of the doctrine of holiness. He, the, the doctrine is found in Romans. When we arrive at the school of Christ in Romans and Galatians, then does, does he not only speak of being sanctified? He says to, to his children, to the infants, your, the will of God is for you to be sanctified. What does it mean to be sanctified? That is to hold fast your body. As long as you keep your body away from contamination, that is sanctification. If you were to speak anything deeper, they would not understand. You can understand in the school. So the first two epistles, thank the Lord, full of life, words that were spoken before, words that will continue to be spoken. But because the child is very uh, young, you can only speak it word by word. But in the second set of epistles, when he wrote 1st, 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, and Romans, now it's different. Now we are in the school of Christ. When Paul spoke, so God's word flowed from the throne of God without being covered. His revelation was a magnificent one. 
He told the elders in the church of Ephesus. I have not kept anything from the purpose of God unto you. If you are to understand His will, you just have to read these four epistles. But he did not think. So that he can understand God's will even more. He thought this was enough. But after he lost his freedom, when he was imprisoned, he lost his freedom. Thank the Lord. During that time, the heavens were open. Paul, Paul went another stage. Even though the words were spoken in Romans, even though the words were spoken in Galatians, but now he repeats it once again to the church in Ephesus and the church in Colossae. Even higher word, even deeper word. If you read these epistles, you say Paul's words are so abundant, so rich. But when you read the last three epistles, first and second Timothy and Titus, you'll say, wow, his words are actually less. He should be more and more rich. His words should actually be more. But now his words are simplified. And all of his, many of his words are plain statements. The Lord Jesus came down to save those of the world, sinners of the world. This is a very simple word. But don't forget. These words are very simple, yes. But all the, the words spoken in these three epistles are words of summary. So, if you hear many words spoken by Paul in his life, when you read 1st, 2nd Timothy and Titus, even though outwardly the words are less, but the content is, was not lessened. The words, the number of words is less. But two words were equal to 20,000 words before. This is the situation and condition of one who is mature before the Paul's life has reached a point. Slowly his words become less. Because of his grace, he only has to say two words. And then he summarizes many of the words he spoke before. So, brothers and if we are to understand the pattern of the sound words, we know what the Lord is saying to us. We know what it is saying. But when you read it in the context, because the words before and after are connected, if you hear God's word carefully, you will understand what Paul is saying. 
We know that 2 Timothy was written before his martyrdom. This is the second time that he is imprisoned in Rome. And soon he is to be martyred. So then he, well, he greets Timothy. And then he mentions Timothy. Because he is reminded of how Timothy was saved and received grace. But when he wrote this letter, his heart was very heavy. He knew that pretty soon he would be martyred. So now he wants to leave some words with Timothy. And he can feel what Timothy is feeling. Timothy for, of, of, uh, followed the Lord all his life. But the Lord also used Paul to help him. Under a, such a spiritual man as Paul. On one hand, yes, he trusted the Lord. But anytime he had any difficulties, any questions, he had Paul. But now Paul is the leader. Paul is in prison. Asia Minor has all left him. Now every, everyone is afraid to be near Paul. So Paul now gives this epistle, this letter to Timothy. Paul knew. Under this condition, if Paul leaves, this responsibility now falls upon the shoulders of Timothy. Brothers and sisters, it's as if this, these heavenlies can only be sustained by Paul. Who am I, Timothy? Paul has reached his winter. Sooner or later, that fruit will fall. But it is God's purpose. But before his return, that fruit has to be put back. So Timothy has to continue. But Timothy was timid. Of course he was afraid. So he was encouraged. How did he encourage him? Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Even though Asia Minor has rejected me, but I am testifying for the Lord. To many people, it's a shame. They have left me. But you will not leave. But I continue to ask you not to be ashamed of me. And do not be ashamed of me for. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, but join me in suffering. But join me in the suffering of the gospel according to the power of God. So do not be ashamed with me, but join me in suffering. I am suffering in prison, you suffer outside of prison. So when somebody suffers, 
Very easily we ask, did I walk the wrong way? Why did the people in Asia just leave me? If the Lord is to use me, why in the most important part they leave me? Is it because I walked the wrong way? But thank the Lord. He knows, Paul knows that his way is not wrong. Because it is not a way that he wants to If he chose the way, if he were to meet with difficulties, he could then ask, did I rock the wrong way? Paul is to be martyred. But his way cannot be wrong. He walked his way his entire life. He walked his way, Timothy is to follow. So Paul then comforted Timothy. He says, Our way is not incorrect. Because God has called us with the holy calling. We have suffered today. He has, he has embraced us. He has treated us with kindness. He did not mistreat us. Brother and sisters, do you see that? Why? Because he is the one who called us. When we speak of calling, you know, Paul's words are very abrupt. He did not call us according to our works. If we are to walk this way, that is our works, our way. And maybe we would suffer because we decided to go that way. But no, it is according to his purpose. It is according to his purpose. But purpose is not enough. If you have only the purpose, you won't walk very long. Many young people want to walk the way and they want to serve the Lord. But after a little bit, they can't walk anymore. What is the secret? If, the, if God calls us, first we need to know God's will. But secondly, He gives us grace. Without grace, we can't walk the We have suffered so much. But it is not suffering. It is joy. Brothers and sisters, because God has grace. When you are filled with His grace, the pain no longer is pain. Suffering is no longer suffering. Rejection is no longer rejection. This counts as nothing. This is all. Uh, Outward uh, blessings. Thank the Lord. When it speaks of calling us, it speaks of grace. When it speaks of grace, Paul thought of things in past. When did the Lord give us grace? Before the foundation of the world. Before eternity, through Jesus Christ. How do we know that the grace is ours? How do you know it is grace? It is through the revelation and the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus. You see here, Paul is very specific, correct in his words. 
He speaks of Savior. He speaks of Christ. He speaks of Jesus. He spoke and completed all of the four Gospels here. And through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, 2,000 years ago He came to earth. The Word became flesh. And it manifested grace to us. And then what did he do? And he said he abolished death. And he said this is the gospel. This is the good news. And through this good news, not only is death abolished, life and immortality were brought to light. The Lord came to the earth for what? He gave us grace for what? Very clear. And the cross. He abolished death. But not only that. And he brought life and immortality to light. Light. Two important points here. One, he abolished death. When does death die? Death never dies. But when the Lord appeared, He did one thing, He abolished death. He abolished death, death died. But not only that, He brought life and immortality to light. That is the second point. But not only that. For which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher for the gospel. Now we have the gospel. Do you see that? What is the gospel? He abolished that. What is the gospel? He brought life and immortality to light. Not only that. If I am to preach all of this, what I preach, there is fruit in my life. And it is not that I speak a great message and a person is separate. Your life is governed by what you say. She said, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Brothers and sisters, you see Paul suffered. He suffered for the gospel. The gospel is not just a theory. This is, needs a price to be paid. He was not only imprisoned once, he was imprisoned twice. For this reason, I suffer these things. Now do you understand? Many people are imprisoned. Paul's prison was different. It was for the reason of the gospel. And maybe for whatever reason you accepted Jesus. But thank the Lord. And you suffer these things. It proves that you received the benefit of the gospel. 
And I, I do not. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. 为什么弟兄姊妹 ？Why? 苦难不能是苦难。Suffering cannot be suffering. 如果苦难只是苦难的话 ，If suffering is only for suffering's sake， 那就太苦了。Then it is too cruel. 他说我不以这为耻。He says for this I am not ashamed. 不以为耻什么意思 ？What does I am not ashamed？ 我感觉到荣耀。He says I feel glorious. 为什么荣耀 ？Why glory？ 你接着他怎么说 ？What does he say？ 因为我知道我所信的是谁。For I know whom I have believed. Thank the Lord, brother. He did not preach only who he believes. He did not preach only who he believes. But he knows who he believes. He is deeply convinced. And he is convinced. He can protect what I give to him. That he is able to guard that which I have entrusted to him. This is another translation. He can protect what I give to him. And in another translation, it's what he has entrusted to me. It's the same. If you 根据上下文的话 according to the context, 也许第二个翻译更靠近原文 And maybe the second translation is better than the first. 但是一点难处都没有 But no problem. 但问题在哪里 Here's the question. 我他深信他能保全我所托付他的，交付他的 He is able to guard that which I have entrusted to him. 直到那日 Until that day. 那日就是保罗的冠冕的日子。That day is the day that Paul would gain his crown. 他就有公义的冠冕为我存。He has a crown of righteousness for me. 不只是为我 ，Not only for me， 也为那些爱慕主显现的人。But also those who love the Lord. 弟兄姊妹 ，Brothers and sisters， 现在你看见吗 ？Now you see. 约翰怎么说呢 ？What did John say? 约翰受苦的时候，他怎么说 ？What did John say when he suffered? 他有没有说我真可怜，我受了那么多苦呢 ？He says, "Oh, pitiful, pity me! I have suffered so much." 他在巴摩海岛怎么说 ？What did he say in Patmos? 我，约翰，你们的弟兄。John, me, John, I, John, your brother. 和你们一同在患难、国度和忍耐里面一同有份。The one who is partaker of sufferings, the kingdom. 苦难，苦难， yes, 苦难和国度永远是双胞胎。Suffering and kingdom are always twins. 弟兄姊妹 ，brothers and sisters， 如果一个人背十字架 ，if somebody is to bear the cross， 是没有前途的。It, he does not have a future， 是没有将来的，是没有明天的。He doesn't have a tomorrow， 那个苦就太苦了。That suffering is too heavy， 那个十字架就太重了。That cross is too heavy， 但是感谢主。But thank the Lord， 我们活在地上。When we live on earth, we look towards that day. The day when we gain a crown. Brothers and sisters, very clear. You see? Today, for the sake of the gospel, Paul can have a portion in his suffering. He can have a fellowship in his suffering. And because you have fellowship in his suffering, then you have part in his kingdom. Brothers and sisters, kingdom is a gift. 国度也执着，也国度也执着安慰来说的。Kingdom points to the reward, but it also speaks of comfort. 所以感谢主弟兄姊妹。So thank the Lord. 当你读他这些话的时候 ，When you read his words， 明白很清楚的。It's very clear. 所以什么叫福音呢 ？What is the gospel？ 一面把死废去。One, it is to abolish death. 一面将不能坏的生命彰显出来。But the other is to bring forth life and immortality to light. 到了那一天，我们要得荣耀。And then we shall gain glory. 我们今天若与他一同受苦 ，If we are to suffer with him， 有一天我们要和他一同得荣耀。One day we will be glorified with him. 弟兄姊妹 ，brothers and sisters， 清楚的很 ，very clear。三个重点 ，three important points。这福音 ，the gospel， 把死废去。
Abolish that. Bring forth life. Life is mature to a point. Then we can stand before the Lord. We can gain that glorious crown. This is called the gospel. Now it's clear. What is the pattern of the sound word? It is the gospel. The gospel has three important points. Abolish that. Bring forth to light life. The life mature to a point to the throne. Our Lord's life began in a manger. And it grew all the way into the throne. Through the cross. So our Lord went from the manger to the throne through the cross. Our, the life of, we probably don't go through this. We are born in a crib. And then we lie in a tomb. We go from dust to dust. When we come in, we come in horizontally. When we leave, we also leave horizontally. And Chinese people, when they come to the U.S., many times they can't remember words in English. So sometimes you need to think of a Chinese word to help them understand an English word. For example, the word hospital is very important. You know, when you are sick, you need to go to the hospital. You need to know the word hospital. You have to learn to say, I want to go to the hospital. But hospital is very difficult to remember. So you have to think of a word. Hospital, that means hospital. Because I go come horizontally, leave horizontally. And that is the way of the natural life. But it's different from our Lord. Our Lord came in horizontally but left vertically. You know that the more we grow, the closer we are to the tomb. And that is how we live. But our Lord is different. The, close, the more we live, the closer we are to the throne. The beginning point can be the manger, but the final point is the throne. But it has to go through the cross. So brothers and sisters, that is what those three important points tell us. That is the gospel. That is the pattern of the sound words that you heard from me. Thank the Lord, brothers and sisters. Our Lord has reached the throne. And our life's goal is the throne. No matter how much suffering, no matter how many tears, when we walk the way of the cross, Paul is reaching the end. 
Think about it. When Timothy thinks about this, Timothy is going to be afraid. Because Paul is to be martyred. But thank the Lord. A martyr. His heart is like the heart of a lion. But his face is like the face of an angel. This is what the gospel has created. This is the product of the gospel. Brothers and sisters, thank you. Paul is to arrive at the end of winter. He gives the most important words to Timothy. But don't forget, what we talked about was the conclusion. The Lord has used him to speak many words. And the three important points on the gospel, that is the pattern. But what did Paul say? The words which the pattern of the word, the sound words which you heard from me. These you have heard from me. God revealed it to Paul. And God has entrusted these words to Paul. And Paul spoke these words. Who listened? Timothy heard the words. And the Holy Spirit gathered all these words. And these are the 13 epistles of Paul. So if you are to know what is to hold fast to the pattern of sound words, then you need to read the 13 epistles of Paul. So now we can end our meeting. Go back home and read the 13 epistles. But thank the Lord, He gave us this conference. So in these 13 epistles, how did Paul point out these three important points? Do you understand? When we speak of Paul's 13 epistles, there are two ways to, read, to study them. One is a chronological order. For example, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians was written 56, 57 AD. That is the first set of books. Five years later, Romans, Galatians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians. That is five years later. Five years later, again, and Paul wrote Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, and Philemon. In prison. Another five years, he should be martyred. He wrote the three T's. So the many students of the word go look at study the epistles this way. So if you study it this way, you can see how Paul's life matured. And then you can see how his revelation is elevated each time. This helps us much. But there's another way to study these epistles. And it is through the doctrinal order. In other words, 
Since the pattern of the sound word is given to the church, undoubtedly, so the order has to be according to doctrine. So we know that Romans is the longest epistle. We know that Romans speaks of his purpose of salvation. That is definitely the number one book. So Romans is so rich and so important. And because it has the most words, and chapters, and following that, First Corinthians, then Second Corinthians, then Galatians. So that order is actually the order that we find it in the Bible today. God has much word, much to speak. So of course the first words are Romans. So Romans spoke all the way to Galatians, then it reaches one stage. And this is the first cycle. And then Paul had even more richness in him. He started to speak once again. Ephesians, he spoke the most. Then Philippians. Then Colossians. Do you see the order here? And after the second cycle, he as if he re spoke the words again, but from a different angle. Romans, he spoke from the earth to the heavenlies. But from Ephesians, he spoke from the heavenlies down to earth. That is the second cycle. And again, it's according to order. And then lastly, we arrive at First and Second Thessalonians. This is what God, through Paul, spoke these words to the church. The other epistles are personal letters. When we speak of what God has entrusted to the church, and that is the words that God spoke through Paul to the church. He spoke to the church three great words. The first, second, and third cycles. Very important. If you are to carefully read the first four epistles, we need to have Paul explain to us. What do these four epistles tell us? If you are to close your eyes and say, what do these four epistles tell us? Of course it is word. Of course it is doctrine. But what is the word? Paul tells us. In 1 Corinthians, he tells us what is that word. He said, it is the word of the cross. He abolished death. And when he abolished death, he has many words to speak, and that is the word of the cross. From Ephesians on, until Colossians, it shows us what? In Philippians, Paul said these words. 
holding forth the word of life. 很明显讲到生命的道。Very clearly here we see the word of life. 果然，你看见把那不能坏的生命把它显出来。And then that life and that immortality was able to be shown forth. So you can see, one hand is the word of the cross, the other hand is the word of life. On one hand, we have the word of the cross, the other hand, we have the word of life. Thank the Lord. You can see, ma, this is very clear. This is what Paul has entrusted to the church. Why does Paul have entrusted to the church? Why does Paul have entrusted to the church? Why does Paul have entrusted to the church? 在这个道理次序里面，《帖撒罗尼迦前书》后书摆在最后面。And why in this doctrinal order is First and Second Thessalonians put at the very end？ 就是时间是最早的，但就道理次序是最后面的。As the chronological order, they were written first, but in the doctrinal order, they are put at the back. 因为这个生命不能毁坏的生命要成长。Because this incorruptible life needs to grow. 长到最高峰的时候 ，it needs to grow to a point. 长到成熟的时候 ，when it is mature. 对于主来说是升天，对我们来讲是背题。For the Lord, it is ascension. For us, it is rapture. 背题乃是指着生命成熟。Rapture for us means that life has matured. 所以有一天我们要站在他面前。One day we will stand before him. 那个日子是背题的日子。That day is the day of rapture. 是得荣耀的日子。That is the day of glory. 是主擦干我们眼泪的日子。That is the day He wipes away our tears. 所以弟兄姊妹， so、brothers, 现在主把帖帖撒罗尼迦前书后书赐给我们。So now He gives us First and Second Thessalonians. 结果是什么？ What is the result? 就给我们看见。He shows us. 这个生命最后是一直达到宝座的。This life reaches up to the throne. 所以弟兄姊妹， brothers and sisters, 有三个重点。Three important points. 十字架。The cross, 生命 life 和冠冕 and crown. 没有十字架就没有冠冕 No cross, no crown. 感谢主弟兄姊妹 Thank the Lord, brothers. 这是这福音 This is the gospel. 这也是神话语的规模 This is also the pattern of sound words. 你读约翰书信也是一样 When you read the epistles of John, 启示录也是这样 When you read Revelation, 彼得也这样 Peter, it's the same. They all speak God's word. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's the same. Brothers and sisters, but if you are to look at the pattern of God's word, you will see that it's And another phrase, the word of life will lift up those epistles. 然后到了帖撒罗尼迦后书。But when we reach Thessalonians, Paul uses another phrase. 他说主的道。He says the word of the Lord. 这个我明天要解释。Tomorrow I will explain it. 弟兄姊妹，主的道和得冠冕得荣耀有关系。The word of the Lord has much to do with gaining the crown. 所以很清楚。So very clear. 什么叫做主神话语纯正纯正话语的楷模呢 ？And what is the pattern of the sound word of God? 生命呃十字架的道。The word of the cross. 然后生命的道。The word of life. 然后就是成长的道。
And then the word of the Lord, or the word of uh, maturity. maturity. Or the word of victory. When Paul uses it, Paul says, the word of the Lord. Thank the Lord, brothers. And this is what Timothy received from Paul, the pattern of the sound words. So let us now look at the first four epistles. Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and Galatians. So we want to see how these four epistles speak of the word of the cross. What is the word of the cross? There's a very important uh, portion of scripture. This portion of scripture opens up these epistles. So we need to read it. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 18. For the word of the cross is to those who are perishing foolishness, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Verse 22. For indeed, Jews ask for signs, and Greeks search for wisdom. What is the word of the cross? Paul is to preach this word. So verse 23 says, But we preach Christ crucified. That is the word of the cross. To Jews, a stumbling block. To Gentiles, foolishness. But to those who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. What is the word of the cross? If you were to meditate on these words we just read, that is the word of the cross. If you ask me, what do these four epistles speak of? There is no portion that is clearer than this portion we just read. When you read 1 Corinthians, you say, thank the Lord, there's a group of believers here. There are two ports in Corinth. In one port, you can is created a city full of evil. And if a city, an evil city, has two ports, it's even more evil. More scary. That that time, we all knew how the Corinthians were. But thank the Lord. Among those people, many people turned to the Lord. They were saved by grace. 
then they were not just one body. Because Paul even said they were baptized into one body. In Corinth, there is the church of the In Corinth, you see the body of Christ. And this body matures. But on the other hand, but even the church of Corinth, even though they're speaking, their gift was very rich. But the church of Corinth had the most problems. You say, well, after we're saved, we have problems? After we're saved, we have problems? There are many problems. We can see many, many problems in 1 Corinthians. When we are first saved, we say it's great. Brothers and sisters can love one another. But it can't be a long-lasting love because many problems arise. First, it's like a honeymoon. We all want to even wear the same pants. But after a little bit, difficulties arise. Many problems. And at the beginning, they they say I'm of Cephas I'm of Apollos I'm of Paul and then Christ is divided the church should be the body of Christ how can they be divided this is the first century and in the 21st century we even see clearer who can solve the problem of the church today Nobody can. Who is to solve this problem is the one who is to bear the problem. And that means he cannot solve the problem. He leaves one sect, but he goes to another. Is there an answer? Many problems. But it is just the beginning of problems. The, the church and court had many problems. There are many moral problems. There are doctrinal problems. And there are many problems in what they were doing in the church. That tree was growing. But this tree was growing crooked. So in 1 Corinthians, Paul is trying to righten the when the tree is going crooked, that means the tree has problems. When we send our child to school, and when I when our when the teacher says you have a problem child, what does that mean? He grows with all the other kids, but he's going his own direction. But you need to solve this problem. How do you solve the problem? You go to the world, there's a way. Jews, they have a way. Jews want a sign. They want power. And the Greeks also have a way. They have a solution. 
We want all these people on this earth to become in the、uh, heaven. Heaven. 结果四百年五百年，他们真的在那里做做做做。And they kept doing that for four or five hundred years. 有一天他们来见主耶稣了。And one day they came to see Jesus. 我们要见耶稣。We want to see Jesus. 我们不是要见苏格拉底。We don't want to see Socrates. 我们不是要见亚里士多德。We don't want to see Aristotle. 四百年五百年，我们的酒都用尽了。Four or five hundred years, our wine is done. 我们要见耶稣。We want to see Jesus. 所以主耶稣人子的荣耀的时候到了。He said. As the hour of the glorification of the Son of Man is at hand. This world is a mess. This world is a mess. Nobody can solve it. Now, Jesus will solve it. Now, the Lord will solve it. Brothers and sisters, you need to solve it. 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 First, you need wisdom. Second, you need power. Some have wisdom, but they don't have power. I'm very smart. I can invent something. But somebody has to invest and develop it so that it can be、uh, continue forward. So the Jews can only contribute power. The Greeks can only contribute. Wisdom. The world has its way. One is power. One is wisdom. But brothers and sisters, how do you solve the problem of the church? We say, okay, let us have a special meeting. So let us invite very mature brothers to help us. What does the Bible tell us? How do we walk the right way? As long as somebody tells us how to walk, we will walk. And then we can solve the problem. When you read church history, the entire church history tells us. There is not one person who can have a solution for this mess. We thought we had many problems. Before we were saved, but after we were saved, we also had problems. Brothers and sisters, now we need wisdom and we need power. Where is wisdom? Where is power? You want power? Go to Judaism. You want wisdom? Read more of Greek philosophy. Read some more classics. So there are many philosophers. They have taken from the Jews' power and from Greeks' wisdom. But brothers and sisters, man's ways and God's ways are different. There is one place you can gain power. You can gain wisdom. Don't forget. There is one place you can gain power. You can gain wisdom. Don't forget. 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 You can The Greeks preach Socrates. The Jews preach Moses. But we preach Christ crucified. Jews speak of the Messiah. But we speak of the Messiah that was crucified. 
the cross is weakness. 基督是刚强的 ，Christ is strong. 这两个东西怎么放在一起 ？How do you put these two together? 这是宇宙的矛盾。This is the paradox of the universe. 谁能把它放在一起？真正的智慧。Who can put them together? It is true wisdom. 谁把它放在一起？真正的能力。Who can put them together? Is true power. 弟兄姊妹，你看见吗 ？Do you see that? 感谢主，保罗怎么说呢 ？What does Paul say? 十字架的道。What is the word of the cross? 我们却传定十字架的经。We preach Christ crucified. 在犹太人为绊脚石，在外邦人。To Jews a stumbling block, to Greeks foolishness. 为什么犹太人到今天还不能还是绊脚还不能相信主耶稣定十字架 ？Why do the Jews today still cannot believe Jesus was crucified? Jesus, it is still a stumbling block to them. 他们有太多伟大的 rabbis. Because they have too many great rabbis. 他们很多 They have many great rabbis. 但是弟兄姊妹，问题在这里 But here's the problem. 他们只传弥赛亚 They preach the Messiah, 荣耀的弥赛亚 the glorious Messiah. 但是弟兄姊妹 ，But brothers and sisters, 弥赛荣耀跟羞辱怎么放在一起 ？How do you put glory and shame together? 十字架是羞辱 ，The cross is the shame. 弟兄姊妹 ，Brothers and sisters, 根据圣经 ，According to the Bible, 根据犹太人的圣经 ，According to the Jewish Bible, 根据 Deuteronomy 生命记 ，According to Deuteronomy, 凡挂在木头上都是咒诅。The one hung on the tree is cursed. 保罗很清楚。Paul's very clear. 除非他圣经读错了 ，unless he misread the Bible. 如果他圣经没有错的话 ，if he did not misread the Bible. 主耶稣明明钉在十字架上， Jesus, 明明挂在木头上 ，Jesus was hung on the cross. 他一定是可咒诅的。He is to be cursed. 如果可咒诅，怎么是基督啊 ？If he is cursed, how can be the Christ? 所以弟兄姊妹，保罗觉得他神学不会错的。Paul knew that his theology was not wrong. 他不能错 ，he can't be wrong. 他错了，旧约就错了。If he was wrong, the Old Testament would be wrong. 他的解释错了。But his interpretation was wrong. 亲爱的弟兄姊妹，你看见吗？ Do you see that? 在他没有蒙恩得救以前 ，Before he was saved， 十字架对保罗是绊脚石。The cross to Paul was a stumbling block. 他不能相信。He couldn't believe it. 他不止不能相信 ，He not only couldn't believe it， 还要逼迫跟随主耶稣的。But he was to persecute those who follow Jesus. 弟兄姊妹，为什么他不能相信 ？Why couldn't he believe？ 因为如果是弥赛亚的话。Because if he were indeed the Messiah, his fist should be greater than the fist of the Roman Empire. If this Messiah were to nail the Roman Empire to the cross, you would have many followers. Then you would have many followers. Then you would have many followers. Then you would have many followers. Myriads of followers. 千千万万犹太人跟随他。Thousands of Jews would follow him. 但是问题在这里。But here's the problem. 两千年前 ，two thousand years ago， 是罗马帝国把我们的主钉在十字架。It was the Roman Empire that crucified our Lord Jesus. 你怎么能相信 ？How do you believe? 这个代表软弱。This represents weakness. 对于希腊人来说 ，to the Greeks. 所有希腊人的哲学都是超人的哲学 ，Superman。All the Greek philosophers were super philosophers。发展你自己 ，develop yourself。You should develop yourself。你应该 enhance， 应该发挥，应该发挥你自 ，enhance， 发挥你的自己。You have to enhance yourself。但是弟兄姊妹 ，brothers， 换句话，你要把你最强的地方让别人看见。You want to show forth your the the most powerful things that you have。但十字架乃是公开的展览，让人家看见，这好像是软弱。The cross is showing to everybody an apparent weakness. 这似乎是愚昧 It is an apparent foolishness. 所以弟兄姊妹，这就是为什么没有人愿意接受十字架 Therefore, nobody wanted the cross. 但是不要忘记 But don't forget. 表面上是软弱 On the surface, it was weakness. 表面上是愚昧 On the surface, it was foolishness. 弟兄姊妹 Brothers and sisters, 这是最大的智慧 This is the greatest. 这是最大的能力 This is the greatest power. 最软弱的。
是最刚强的。The most weak is the most strong. 宇宙中最大的能力不是核子能力。The greatest power in this earth is not nuclear power. It is the power of the cross. The greatest wisdom in the universe is not that of philosophers. All the philosophers added together cannot match the wisdom. And that is the wisdom of the cross. When you see the cross, you see the cross. You see, this is God's power and His wisdom. We come from Romans to read a portion in Romans. Let us read a portion in Romans, fifth chapter. Romans chapter five. Fifth chapter. Romans chapter five, verse six. 因我们还软弱的时候，基督就按所定的日期为罪人死。For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. For while we were, oh, but God demonstrates His own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 10. For while we were still enemies, we were reconciled to God. Through the death of His Son. What does this tell us? This is the story of the cross. Because on the cross, our Lord died for sinners. We are all sinners. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone will dare even to die. So even when he was a sinner, he died for us. And God's love once again was manifest. What is God's love? Look at the cross. Look at the cross and how he had died for us sinners. He did not die for one man. There are many people. Because of his great love. On the cross, he died for you and for me. But more amazingly, that even though he, not only did he die for sinners, but when we were his, when we were his enemies, he died for his enemies. Do you see that? If you put sinners and enemies together, and you put his love separately, what is the cross? Where is the cross? The cross is where God, where man hates God the most. They said, "Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! Get rid of him!" We are not only sinners; we are enemies. So before we were saved, we hated him. We rejected his salvation, brothers and sisters. But not only did he die for sinners, he died for his enemies. And he was he suffered the shame from them. Judas betrayed him. 
在十字架上。And Pilate sentenced him to the cross. 你看见不只是呃不只是呃犹太人也外邦人都联合起来把主钉在十字架上。And the Jews and the Gentiles all crucified him. 我们都是罪人，我们都是敌人。We are all sinners and enemies. 你怎么知道我们恨到了最高点 ？How do you know our hatred has reached? 你不知道什么叫做恨，除非你看见十字架。You cannot see hatred if you do not see the cross. On the cross shows forth the hatred of man to the most. But do not forget. But the cross also is the climax of love. When man hated God to a point that you couldn't hate anymore, God loved them to a point that you cannot love anymore. When he was suffered shame and when he was suffered, that is the suffering of the cross. He was rejected. He was scourged. 弟兄姊妹，当他刚刚被钉起来的时候 ，When he was first nailed to the cross， 所有钉十字架的人 ，All those who are nailed to the cross， 那个痛苦到一个地步 ，That pain， 只有一个办法可以解脱的 ，Can only be resolved with one thing， 麻药都不行，醋都不行 ，Vinegar was not enough， 一个办法可以的 ，One thing was one thing can be done， 那就是咒诅。And that is to curse God. 如果你咒诅的话 ，If you curse God， 你看那个时候你能够减轻你的痛苦。Then you can lighten your pain. 或者咒诅你的敌人 ，Or curse your enemy. 你看见吗？现在有人把你钉在十字架，你当然要咒诅他们。And somebody is crucifying you. Of course you're going to curse him. 如果罗马把你钉在十字架，你咒诅罗马。If Rome is going to curse, is going to crucify you, then you curse them. 所以十字架，有人把你钉在十字架，你就。So you want to curse the one who nails you to the cross. So this cursing is the object of that curse should be the one who has nailed him. Only cursing would be able to lighten his pain. And our Lord suffered much. But brothers and sisters, he did not curse. But instead, he blessed. He was on the cross praying for sinners. On the cross, he prayed for sinners. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. To be crucified, you need power. You need to be as crafty as Judas. You need to be as powerful as the Roman Empire to be able to crucify. Finally, they crucified it. Now they were able to show forth their fist. And the whole world was able to show forth their fist. And they crucified him on the cross. Brothers and sisters. If somebody is to hit your cheek, when you turn your other cheek, who is the weak one? Who is the strong one? The one who hits you is the weakest in the world. The one who can turn his cheek is the one who is strong. It is the power of love. It is the great power of love that on the cross he's turned his other cheek. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. The cross shows us the power of love. That power is the power to love the enemy. 
You are you have been wronged by the enemy. You have been rejected by the enemy. But yet you can still love them. You can say forgive them. Now the problem is. Is God going to listen to this prayer? Is God not going to answer the prayer of his beloved? Of course he is to answer the prayer. If he listens to the prayer of his beloved, there's one problem. These are all sinners. These are all enemies. According to God's righteousness, they should be judged. If God were to let, let, let them go, then this has, there's no justice in the world. God is a God of love. But how do you prove that He is a God of righteousness? Brothers and sisters, God's righteousness, one is the North Pole, God's righteousness and God's love. They are completely separate. They cannot be together. Since they cannot meet, then the problem cannot be resolved. Your sin, my sin cannot be resolved. But thank the Lord. The first three hours, man crucified our Lord. If there were only three hours, Judas, even though he didn't, he would have at least some little contribution. And many people like to protect Judas and, and give him a reason saying if he hadn't betrayed the Lord, then we wouldn't be saved. You are completely wrong. You don't know the story of the first three hours of the cross. Million, a million Judas couldn't accomplish the work of salvation. What is the cross? When our the God wanted to hear the prayer of His beloved Son, when He was to when He was to forgive all these people, on the second half, from twelve to three o'clock, we hear our Lord crying out, My God, My God, why hast Thou forsaken Me? Brothers and sisters, to complete his work of righteousness. He did not allow us to die. He allowed his son to die. The first three hours, man crucified him. The last three hours, God crucified our Lord. If God did not do this, we would not have salvation. Salvation would not be complete. There is no answer in this world. We would all fall in. But thank the Lord. Because of the latter three hours, Jesus stood in my and your position. So the wrath of God was upon His Son. Jesus was a judge for our sake. And He completed redemption. So that God's love and God's righteousness can be satisfied. There was the son of a king who committed a crime. And according to the law of the land, he had to take out both of his eyes. And if he took out both of his eyes, 
he would have righteousness but no love. And if the king were to say that my child doesn't need to have his eyes, there would only be righteousness, no love. So on the day of penalty, he decreed. He says, give me a plate. Take out one of the eyes of my son. And take out one of my eyes. These two eyes on a plate. On one hand, satisfied the, the righteousness of the land, but also satisfied the king's love. Brothers and sisters, there is no hope in this world. If you are to, according to God's attributes, there is no hope in this world. Just if we had God's righteousness or His love, we would have no hope. But thank the Lord. On the cross, righteousness and God's love met. This is God, uh, God's wisdom. wisdom of God. This is the wisdom of God. Not, wisdom of God not only the wisdom of God, but the power of God. Brothers and sisters, people thought that this was foolishness. Man thought this was weakness. But this is how we were saved. So it is the gospel. This is the good news. This is a great news for all mankind. Why is it good news? Because man has hope. Man can't have salvation. God is a God of love. God is a God of righteousness. But on the cross, God's righteousness, God's love, they met. But brothers and sisters, thank the Lord. This is the beginning of our salvation. We said no longer are we condemned. Because the redemption of the cross has delivered us from the judgment of sin, penalty of sin. So today we are on earth as if we we're in heaven. Forever we are rejoiced. It's as if we have no problem. It's as if before the person goes into the chapel to be married. The groom is the Prince Charming and the, uh, the, the bride is the princess. And then both of them get married. And they live a wonderful life together. And when we are saved, we are the same. You don't know how much joy we have when we are saved. When I come out of the water, I see the whole world has changed. But the world didn't change, I changed. So I think that I am going to live a satisfying, wonderful life. And the cross enables me to go to the heavens. But slowly we see many problems. So after you're married, then the problems begin. For 20 years they live under separate roofs. Now they live under one roof. Many problems are Matchmakers only consider you beforehand. They don't care what happens after you're married. If you have a child, they don't care. So matchmakers don't have anything to do with your offspring. What is the wisdom of the cross? What is the power of the cross? Before you're saved, he wants to... Uh, he wants to uh, uh, 
He wants to take care of you, and even after you're saved, he wants to take care of you. Before you're saved, you need the power and the wisdom of God. But after you're saved, you also need the power and wisdom of God. And therefore, you see the problems in the marriage. Because the groom is a problem groom, the bride is a problem bride. And this is developed through 20 years of being at home. Nobody can help you. Who can help you in your marriage? There is, of, of the many messages that Brother Ni gave, I listened to one, I heard one. And that I heard before I was married. He said, if you are to, uh, to get married to a sister, you have to look at his, her mother. Because her mother learned very, because she learned much from her mother. How she treats her father is how she's going to treat you in the future. Because she learned that for 20 years at home. So I, I saw this secret. So before I got married, I went to the home. And I, heard, I saw that in my wife's family, uh, family there's no sound. Thank the Lord. And her habit was what, to do, what happened before. Brothers before we're saved, we need the cross. After we're saved, we still need the cross. We're very clear. The cross is where God's power, the power of God is manifested. It is also where the wisdom of God is manifested. But thank the Lord. After your sin, do you see? Not only are we introduced to accept the Lord, but all the problems are solved. This is the word of the cross. Through Romans and Galatians, we can see how the cross resolves all the problems. Our salvation is a complete salvation. Oh, Brothers and sisters, thank the Lord. Romans and Galatians show us the doctrine of the word, uh, the doctrine of the cross, the word, the of, word of the cross. And the first and second Corinthians show us the way of the cross. Thank the Lord. We cannot just stop at the word. God's method is the cross. He solves all of our problems before and after we're saved. But thank the Lord. We do not only have redemption, we also have the fellowship of the cross. So then we have the fellowship of the cross in our life. First and second Corinthians. Show us the word of the cross. That through the interpretation of the Holy Spirit, then we bear up our cross. We are to walk away. 
Paul is ahead of us. He calls us to follow him. This calling is the calling of the Spirit. Not only do we hear the word of the cross, we also walk the way of the cross. Brothers and sisters, thank the Lord. This is the first four epistles. Our time is gone. We need to stop here. Let us have a word of prayer. Lord, we want to commit these words into your hands. We especially pray for our young people in our midst. May they be like Timothy. If you are to tarry, the torch of the testimony of the church is in their hands. We pray that they would hear these words. We pray for the elder brothers and that we can, through these words, be comforted once again. We can look back and even uh, explain our life before you. We indeed can see the power and the wisdom of the cross. For this, we give you all glory and honor. Listen to our prayer. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.